This is Coaches to the Moon, the only podcast you need to skyrocket your coaching business and create true impact on the world. Here's your host, Alex Morris. Welcome to episode four of Coaches to the Moon podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Alex Morris, and today I'm super excited to be joined by uh, Mr. Stefan Romeo down in Melbourne. He's uh, one of the founders of Team Impact. It's a network of health coaches all across Australia. He's personally coached hundreds of men and women to lose weight and live better lives through his online programs. And he's recently moved back into brick and mortar world with his nutrition club down in Melbourne. So Stefan, thanks for being here, bro. No, thanks, Alex. It's good to be here, mate, with you. I'm super pumped up, mate. Thanks for asking me. How could I not, right? So I want to kind of make sure we don't just end up having a big catch up because we, for people, you know, who are listening, We've been in business before. We're going into business again. We're currently building a new program. And we're just solid, solid mates. We've had a couple of nights out together when we get to catch up. But uh, this is pure business. <laughs> pure business. Let's, just, let's stay focused so that there's not just all inside jokes for 30 minutes that no one will ever get. So I'm pumped. Save them for your wedding. Yeah. Uh, if, we, if we get there. So, um, mate, uh, I wanted to ask you a few business-related questions about the coaching world because we are here about the, co- the business of coaching. Uh, we talk about marketing. We talk about sales. We talk about clients. And uh, I want to ask you a few questions about your kind of rise of success over the past five years since I've known you. So the, the, the most interesting thing about your journey to me is this, right? You're just a complete and utter hustler. You're the definition of that word hustle. And, and you pull it off. Like I go out for lunch with you. And you don't pay attention to me once because you're on the phone the whole time selling people products and uh, closing deals, which is great, <laughs> right? Um, circumstances don't bother you. Lockdowns, whatever, nothing bothers you. Uh, yeah. And nothing's going to hold you back from getting results, right? So much so that you even started you even started your online business before you owned a computer, right? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, committed to it. Yeah. How important do you think it is for coaches to have that hustle mentality starting out? And do you think you would have done it differently looking back? Um, would have done differently? Probably not, to be honest with you, because all those circumstances came about to where I am now and I'm making the right choices for where I am at the moment. Um, so definitely all those experiences through, I, I couldn't say that I shouldn't have done that course or I would have done this differently because it all led me to me being friends with you and, and getting, you know, connected up with other people as well. So I love that. And um, I guess, what was the first question, the first part of that question? Do you think it's important for coaches to have that hustle mentality when they're starting out? Yeah, I reckon so, because though I'm a bit more in the mindset of of creating some ease and flow within my life and being open to ease and flow, I do think that you you still got to hustle. You still got to go through some of the grind to make it happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, I guess a little bit of old school mentality, old school philosophy that nothing comes easy, um, especially if you're, you know, you're at the very beginning of your, your, you know, health journey, your business journey. You've, you've got to go through a little bit of hard yards because nothing, I guess, tends to come easy. Hmm. But also as you move later on to where I am probably now, I start to become a lot more open to just ease and flowing, allowing things to come to me because I'll probably set up structures behind the hustle at the very beginning, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to put in that sweat equity at the beginning. And I'm pretty similar now, now that I've got, we've both got families, you know, you've got your 
beautiful fiance. I've got my wife and the, and the little ones and we don't want to be hustling 24 seven, but at the beginning, uh, definitely you've got to be making those, those sales calls. You've got to be posting that content. You've got to be knocking on doors. And uh, I still see you doing a lot of that. So do you think that you've eased off on the hustle or do you think you're working as, as hard as you were five years ago? Um, no, working harder, working at smarter at the same time. But look, mate, I'm 31, so I've got a ton of energy. Uh, I'm feeling I'm, I'm feeling really good shape right now, uh, being out of lockdown, being in Melbourne. So I've got a lot of energy to uh, do what I do and be motivated. And uh, I guess I'm just young, mate. I love it. And I actually enjoy what I do. I enjoy the hustle of my business. Mm. Um, you know, maybe when kids come around, when maybe a couple of twins like you come around, then I might just ease off the pedal and have a little bit more balance. But right at this stage, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing. So it comes from a bit more of a passion, a labor of passion. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. More so as a, a, a burning. It's not a burning for me at the moment to work the way I work. I enjoy getting up early. I enjoy the hustle. I enjoy seeing other people succeed as a result of that as well. So, yeah, I guess not right at this stage. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. I know you love seeing other people succeed as well because. I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about like having a team. And I realized it wasn't hugely relevant to a lot of coaches out there just yet, because I'd say most coaches don't have a team, but your team is unique because you're in that network marketing space. You're really, it's really important for you to be helping other coaches grow their businesses as you grow yours and kind of leading from the front um, to skip and go to that question really quickly. Like uh, wh- how do you find um, motivating your team in a business that you're just figuring out as you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I did have a bricks and mortar. I did, you know, when I was just doing purely online, I ended up having a team of five Yeah. Um, back in the day. But but with what I do now, I guess um, with what we do, you have some self-motivation. So I've got my own self-motivation um, and some people haven't got that unfortunately and you can use sort of outside tricks and, and motivational and mindsets and the books and coaching calls but um at the end of the day when it comes truly to that person they've got to have that want and need to drive it for themselves too so probably one thing i talk about the hustle is that i used to go back and try and heal people and help people and and bring them along the journey with me but now i'm probably more in a space where if you want to do it you've got to go off there and do it yourself and i'll hold your hand i'll guide you every step of the way through to, to help you be successful as much as I can. But if you don't internally want it, then it's, it's not going to come about. So definitely self-motivated, but they've got to have that same self-motivation as well. Mate, you're going to be a good parent. You're going to be a good parent. No modeling. I grew up on one of these. There's the old smack, the old Italian smack. <laughs> well, you know, we can talk about that on a different podcast probably. Yeah, the parenting <laughs> podcast. We can talk about it in the parenting podcast, yeah. Alex is parenting with Alex and Stefan. Uh, next year, next year. <laughs> so, yeah, that's awesome, man. And, you know, I, the team thing's a really interesting one, but um, we talked about that with James the other day as well, about how James has gone to managing quite a big team and delegating. But uh, the way you said it was very different just then, which is really cool. So one thing I did want to talk to you about, um, specifically you, was Facebook groups, because you've had a lot of success. You've done a great job creating groups with hundreds of members, um, of both team members and sort of cold audiences that y- they create a lot of engagement among the audience and they're essentially there to warm up your audience to the point where they're asking you how they can buy, how they can get help with, with their services and products. So 
what tips can you give for the coaches listening on how to make their own groups more effective? Yeah, yeah, awesome. So yeah, I'm definitely using that right now at this at this moment as well. So there's sort of probably three things I roll with. There's that free sort of group where you give some free value. There's also your challenge groups, which I've used as well. So depending on, on what it is, and that could be a paid challenge or a free challenge too. Or is what this is what I call right now, which is already a client group and a prospect group for potential clients. And I call them at the moment highly converting Facebook groups. And that's probably the, the major one that I've, I'm on right now that's, I'm guess, finding uh, a lot of ease in what I'm doing, especially when it comes to, you know, helping getting new clients on board programs. But so initially, my first thing that I'm going to, you know, tell any other coach out there is that they've got to actually give value in the group. And that's, you know, you can cross value onto your normal social medias as well on your public pro, uh, pages, but you've got to give value, all right? And it's got to be a really good mix of, of what it is. So at the moment, in my highly converting Facebook group, and it might sound completely different to what other people, but it's it's actually over 80% of our posts um, are testimonial posts, Alex. So mm. we're actually just showing people what's actually possible 80% of the time in the group to keep them motivated, keep them actually interested because... Um, People come in all, you know, let's just talk health and fitness for a second. People come in all different shapes and sizes. They've all got different goals. So we post so many before and after photos to allow for every person at every shape or size or whatever part of their journey they are to actually be able to connect to someone and think that maybe that's possibly for them too. Maybe we could be the people that help them. So that's the one thing. And then definitely giving value on top of that. So as much value as you can without sort of, guess, wearing yourself thin. So if you're thinking too much about the value that you're giving um, and you're, you're, you're getting, you know, what writer's block and you're struggling, uh, then you're probably thinking a little bit too, too much about it. Just give the natural value. And I always talk about when someone has writer's block or they don't know what to do in Facebook groups is to think about the experiences that they're currently going through right now. And that becomes a lot easier to write things. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, then that call to action. So there always has to be some sort of call to action regardless of what you do, because some people, yes, they will, and we have had people message us, and there's probably coaches out there that have people that message them, but most people need a little nudge, don't they, Alex? So just saying, you know, a call, a simple call to action post once a week or once every two weeks um, just shows you that you're around to actually help them reach those goals. So lots of before and after photos, value, and then a bit of call to action. So that's currently what I'm following now. And I guess I've used challenges before. Challenges is a, I've done five-day challenges, which has been awesome. Yep. Uh, I ran a really successful five-day, couple of five-day challenges. And my first ever five-day challenge, I've never run a five-day challenge ever, Alex. And um, in a five-day challenge, the first time I ever did it, I pulled out $8,000 organically from that challenge, from selling to a few clients. Yep. That's in profit. Too, so it's all all organic. There's no ad spend in it or anything. So it's $8,000 profit. Um, that was awesome. And I guess... The key, that was a little bit more structured. The key to that five-day challenge was that heaps of value, touching base with every single person within that group who was there for those five days. And then um, within those five days, still talking to them about personalizing um, their program to them or what their goals to them. Uh, and then having a really specific ending live or ending webinar that was live within the group that was going to, you know, it was just a call to action, but it was a live call to action. And that that was what I probably did within that challenge group. And then I guess probably one of the big ones in the free groups is is just goes simply back to what I talk about in highly converting Facebook groups. But value is probably the biggest thing 
if, if you can give some value, um, people are not going to see you as a, as a salesperson or they're going to see that you're just trying to flog something to them. They actually see that you care. So uh, if you can do that and keep it and reinvent the wheel and keep uh, you know, every second month, every third month, look, how can I change the post up? How can I mix things up to keep people invigorated in that group, touching base them, asking what they want to see? Um, then you're going to have a new successful Facebook group. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a great answer, man. There's a lot of value in that alone. You know, even the ratio, 80% testimonials, 20% value. Yeah. <laughs> and something yeah, you can yeah, work yeah. up to if you don't have all this before and afters just yet, right? Like uh, we're, we're lucky. We both have lots of success stories on our hands now that we can share around. But at the beginning, more value, I suppose, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's more value. And yeah, just wherever you can. If someone loses, uh, just saying in health and fitness, just because that's where I've been, if someone loses, uh, you know, a kilo, you know, screenshot that message and and post that. That's a before and after. That's a testimonial. If someone's made a couple of hundred bucks in their first time working with you in, in the health coaching or booked their first couple of clients in, I know you talk about, you show your testimonials all the time. You got some phenomenal testimonials in your business. And I see you, you spring the word there. They're just so powerful that we probably just don't use enough of within those, in those Facebook groups. Because, I personally feel like when it comes to sales or within what we do, it's 80% of what someone feels. It's 80% of the story that you're telling someone. And it's actually 20% the fact about the program. Like, oh, cool. All programs are macronutrients, micronutrients, and fibers come here and polynutrients come there and blah, blah. This tea is going to make you skinny. Like it's all, they all do the same shit, but um, it's how they feel about you. And you've got to project that message to them. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I feel sometimes those smaller testimonials do better because they're more relatable. So if you're going and showing as a health and fitness coach, someone who's, you know, Mary who lost like 70 kilos, you know, yeah. uh, and, I'm, and I'm going and sharing my kind of James Wellington marketing success stories where you're doing half a million dollars, but you're spending 25,000 on ad spend. That's quite unrelatable for some people. But when you say, yeah you know, Sharon lost four and a half kilos in a month. And I say that this guy's getting two calendar bookings a week of people who want to do his program. That's relatable. And that's a goal that people can, you know, assimilate themselves into, which is exciting. I guess that's where that before and after is all those testimonials, is that wide range because there's so many people on, on different parts of that journey. You just don't know. So you can't prejudge anyone at all. No, no, that's where empathy comes in, right. In, in a big way. So, You've, you've half answered my next question already, but I wanted to go into it a little more because you do give an amount, an insane amount of free value to your community, whether it is through the free challenges in the groups, just doing your Facebook lives, your big, you know, Im vulnerable, emotional Facebook posts that we all learn a lot from. Um, what do you think is the benefit of doing that so much? And do you think there are any downsides you can see to giving away some of your best content for free? Um, I, I don't, I can see where I used to be really sort of protective of, Hey, this is my information. I don't want to let anyone know unless they pay me for it, but that just comes a little bit of ego speaking. I know right now, um, that less than, less than 5% of people actually take action. And I don't want to scare anyone on this, on this call, whether it's about their health and fitness, whether it's about their business or even their relationship, whatever it is, people, you know, we can have all these courses in the world, all this free information, even paid information, but we know 5% of people are actually going to take action on top of that. And they're the ones that get these phenomenal results. So 
I guess when I'm just giving out free value and being vulnerable is just it's just the fact that I want one for three things really. I want them to see that I can do the job. That's what before and after photos are. I want to see them give let me give them value so they know I actually know what I'm speaking about. And I also do that vulnerability or that those personal posts about me because I want them to like me as well. Mm. And if they can see all three of those things. Um, they're more likely to jump on board a program and trust me along the way of their, say, their health and fitness journey. Um, so for, for, men, for me, value, just give as much as you can of it because it's going to come back in spades. The more you give, the more you receive. Um, and then, you know, if you know what you're talking about, people are going to come and they're going to want to do your program instead of you having to pitch your program. Yeah. Um, I guess you can maybe relate it to like the really big brands out there, like those big, those big brands or those big, huge people, the blue ticks on social media. Um, and they're always giving out free value. And then on the side end, they've got their, their program as well. So, and that's why people go to them is because these people know what they're speaking about. They've got a ton of results. They're so likable as well. So I guess I'll probably base off that. Yeah. Gary V, you know, he doesn't even sell anything to us and he's uh you know, I don't he, know what he sells. I don't know who he does. I just love his info. <laughs> yeah. Well, he speaks, he gets a hundred grand for speaking on stage. You know, we can, we can all see it for free, but we want to be there. It's yeah. yeah. But it's funny though, right? I, I, you asked me at the beginning of this podcast, why did you start the podcast? And I told you lead generation, which is completely true because I want to talk to a lot of coaches and let them know what I'm doing. But also that kind of uh, letting people know, that I know what I'm talking about <laughs> as well. And just giving someone a, a face to the name so they can listen and trust us is really so important when most of us are still in that kind of sole trader or small company phase when it's just one of us, we need people to like us and trust us to, to have them choose to work with us. So that's hugely important, man. All right, man, final question, because I know you got to get off to a wedding ring fitting right now. No, but I want to be with you. Ask your wife. Beyond the universe, he's even there yet. <laughs> the door to the universe. Okay, man. Well, that is the door to the universe, guys. That's where your future lies if you if you choose to be, if you choose to go down that path. On the other side of Steph and Romeo is your your true destiny. That's- I really like it because I've got my Star Wars mug. This is a, which is one of our lovely clients gave me a Star Wars mug, Stormtrooper. I think it's only fitting with the universe behind there, which was a little Star Wars theme today. On the Coaches to the Moon podcast. Oh, it's all meant to be. It's, it's all alignment. <laughs> destiny, man. It's freaking destiny. <laughs> um, all right. Well, my final question was this one, right? And this was uh, because we, we talk a lot of business and I don't want to get into the, the why and the emotion, the vulnerability too much because I know every podcast talks to every coach about their story for 45 minutes. And it's a great way for the interviewer to not have to do any research on their guests. <laughs> just tell me about your story right but i know your story i didn't have to research you because we've known each other we've been in each other's pockets you know through zoom meetings for five years straight but um i believe i think of you as a super motivating dude because i know you've been through the ringer when it comes to business you've had ups and downs with your face-to-face trainings and your online coaching and a couple brand shifts and lockdowns in melbourne over the last year as you started your you know in, in a healthy fitness business with your smoothie bar, you need customers, you need foot traffic, but you've had a lot of ups and downs and you're coming out the other side every time. So what have you learned about yourself and your business in those hard times? And can you package it up in like a positive lesson that other coaches can take away from this? 
Um, we, we are very resilient human beings. I mean, we've been here on this planet for a long, long period of time. We've been through a lot of things. Um, and whatever we're facing right now is definitely um, the universe only gives us what we can actually handle. So all these craps being thrown at me or you or whatever, it is, whoever it is on this on this podcast watching, and those problems are the biggest problems we're facing at the, at the current date. And we can handle absolutely anything that's thrown at us. That's the first thing. Um, I guess. And, you know, one of the biggest lessons I've learned to create a little bit more success is just stop oscillating, stop oscillating patterns and, and actually identify when those limiting beliefs that you have about yourself keep coming out to to self-sabotage you and your business, your relationship, your health and fitness. And so the biggest thing for me over this is that I kept seeing a little bit of oscillating patterns and I kept seeing a little bit of self-sabotaging and I was just some self-discovery, self-growth through that to then come out on this side. And it's only to this level right now. And to go to that next level, I'm going to go through some challenges that the universe is going to throw to me, but I can handle it. I'm going to go through some more oscillating patterns that I can break, some more self-sabotaging beliefs that I'll break till I get to the next level. And then you just turn around one day and you realise you're, you're pretty far up the mountain. And I guess I'm not saying I'm far up the mountain, but um, we're all on our journey. You just never stop. So um, I hope that's motivating enough. I don't know. 100% man, 100% to fit with the universe theme. Here's something I like to think about. I'm a big fan of space as well. And I like to learn about space at night when I'm going to sleep, right? I, I've got the babies, so I have to put on my noise cancelling headphones uh, because I do the late night shift and the early morning shift for the babies. Ali does overnight. So I put in the noise cancelling headphones so I can get like a, a, a chunk of sleep. And I, I listen to space podcasts and space books. And when I'm having a problem, if I'm having a problem with a client whose ad isn't maybe going as well as I want it to right now, or someone hasn't paid me, so I can't pay someone else, you know, all these small business problems that you get. I like to think about this, (laughs) that we are on one planet out of 200 billion in our galaxy. And there's 2 trillion galaxies that we know of. How small does that make your problem sound, right? Easier said than done. There it is all around us and and, uh, it's right behind you. And yeah, you know, like you said, we're extremely resilient and we can only, we were only given stuff we can handle because what else are you going to do, right? You're always going to handle it. There's really no other option. So we've both been through it. I'm sure any coaches, any small business people or any, any adults in general listening to this have been through some shit and have come out the other side because it's just what we do as humans. And that's why I wanted you on this podcast today, man, because you're a very, very motivating, resilient, and fantastic friend of mine. And uh, I can't wait for our new project, uh, PTMA, the Personal Training Marketing Academy, to launch next month. What a name. PTMA. Don't have much of a... We'll we'll do a proper plug. We'll do a proper podcast to plug it again in a few weeks' time. (laughs) Yeah, so keep it right here for that one. Love you. It's been a pleasure, man. So... Yeah, thank you so much for for uh, having me on, bro. I'm loving it. Thank you, Stuka. It's been amazing. And thank you, everyone who's listening out there. I'll be back again next week, streaming live on Facebook and on Spotify with another amazing coach. Until then, this is Coaches of the Moon Podcast. Thank you, Stefan. And uh, peace out, everyone else. Bye. Hey, team. Coaches to the Moon will be back next week. Until then, reach us on Facebook at To The Moon Digital Marketing.